Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce two Asian movies that are classic re-released. Well, actually, among the four movies I'm going to talk about today, three of them are from Asia, and the two movies I'm going to talk about in Top Double O Seven are the ones that I've seen myself, and I really do want to recommend them to you. So, first of all. Let's listen to the introduction of the first classic re-release I'm going to talk about today, An Autumn's Tale. Hong Kong native Jennifer moves to New York City to study for her master's degree and to reunite with her boyfriend Vincent. There, she meets her very distant relative Samuel Penn, a street-smart and wise-talking waiter by day and gambler by night, who helps Jennifer settle in her apartment building in the outskirts of Brooklyn. When Jennifer discovers that Vincent is being unfaithful, she nearly puts all her plans to a halt. But Pan talks sense into her and helps her adjust to her new life in the Big Apple and without Vincent, resulting in an unlikely relationship. The first classic re-release we're going to talk about today is An Autumn's Tale. It was released in 1987. I wasn't even born then, so this movie is a very old movie for me. But after listening to the introduction, before I talk about any information I found when I did my research, I found something interesting in the introduction. First of all, I realized that they actually picked different names for the Mandarin version and the English version of the introduction, and it's not only for the Mandarin name because. For the boyfriend, he actually has a name called Dixon in the Mandarin introduction, but in the English introduction, he's Vincent. So it's a little bit confusing for me. Second thing is that it says the protagonist Jennifer meets her very distant relative Samuel Penn, and it seems like they're going to fall into a relationship, even though it's a distant relative, and we know that. In ancient Europe, or just within royal, distant relatives get married with each other. But still, it was only 1987. It was not ancient times. How could that be? I mean, you fall in love with your distant relative? It's just so weird. And I still want to talk about the English title. It's called An Autumn's Tale. But actually, the original title has fairy tale in it. I guess the reason why they didn't put fairy tale in the English title was because it's nothing like fairy tale. There's no prince, there's no princess, and it seems like the story started from a very sad beginning. But we hope that it all ends well. The movie starred Zhou Renfa and Cherry Zhong. In the movie, you can see the very young version of these two excellent actors. Zhou Renfa even won his second Best Leading Actor award at the Golden Horse Awards. As I mentioned, this movie was released in 1987, so this is its 35th anniversary, and that's the reason why it's re-released. So, if you're a fan of Zhou Renfa or you like Hong Kong movie, I recommend you to watch *An Autumn's Tale* this weekend. Now let's listen to what we have for the second classic re-released. 
The Love of Sam. Boyhood friends when they were children. Miu and Tong are separated due to tragedy. Several years later, as teenagers, they meet again by chance when Miu's boy band becomes a hit. As they become reacquainted, they discover unexpected feelings for each other. Meanwhile, Dong tries to patch his family back together, which had fallen apart after the mysterious disappearance of his sister, Tom, and the death of his grandmother. This coming-of-age gay drama from Thailand was a commercial and critical success, and dominated Thailand's 2007 Film Awards season, winning the Best Picture category of all major events. The second classic re-release we're going to talk about today is The Love of Sam, a Thai movie. Again, after listening to the introduction, I have so many things that I want to comment on. First of all, it won all the best picture category of all major events. Wow, that really is an achievement. In the introduction, it mentions that it is a coming-of-age gay drama. But in my opinion, I think it's just a young adult romance. But if you noticed that it was released in 2007, you will understand why it was so significant to be a gay drama. Because back in 2007, gay genre wasn't so popular and maybe not many people in Asia, even in Thailand, maybe people couldn't accept it. So the love of Sam really caused a sensation back in 2007. Similar to An Autumn's Tale, we heard from the introduction that The Love of Sam also started its story from a very sad beginning. It said it started from a tragedy. I have to admit that I've never seen this movie before. I really want to and I should because I consider myself who pays extra attention to LGBTQ plus topics. But since I wasn't even in college in 2007, it was really difficult for me to even go to the movie theater to watch a movie. But now, with its 15th anniversary, everyone gets the chance to experience the touching moments on the big screen. The movie also represented Thailand to run for the best foreign pictures in 2008 for the Oscars awards. So basically, the movie is telling us that as long as there's love, there is hope. But just from this sentence, I feel that people would cry hard after watching it. It's probably not a good ending, I guess, but I'm not sure. So if you are interested in Thai movie, or you want to know what coming-of-age gay drama would look like back in 2007, The Love of Sam would be a very good choice. And now before we move on to Top 007, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3, there were two. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and The Bad Guys. Top 2 was Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Top 1, Fantastic Beats, The Secrets of Dumbledore. We have many new faces on the charts this week. So let's check out top 7 to top 4 first. Top 6. Haunted Universities 2. Second semester. Top 5. Top 6. Is it true that Koreans use this? 
top four. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. What's happening? <laughs> okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. I just... Whoa, we only have three movies from top seven to top four this week. So it's obvious that it's a little bit crowded from top three to top one. And among these three movies, we have two from Asia. Haunted University's two second semester. Things we see haunted there. It's a movie that I'm not going to discuss. But I can tell you that it's a horror from Thailand. So it's definitely very terrifying. Be careful. But I guess now is the good time for people who love horror movies. I don't know why, but there have been a bunch of ghost movies out there. I mean, the Lunar Ghost Month hasn't arrived yet, so I don't understand at all. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. The movie I want to discuss today is Toxic. It's a Korean movie and it's adapted from a real event. It's something really happened in Korea back in 2011. Well, actually before 2011, it just people started to realize it was the humidifier that killed many people in 2011. I'm from Taiwan, so I'm not so familiar with humidifier because Taiwan is a place that's too humid that you need to use the humidifier. But I'm pretty sure for people in North America or in Europe, actually you don't need to go that far. Japan or Korea are very common. People use humidifier all the time, in winter especially. But if you're familiar with humidifier, you will know that it's very difficult to clean. And therefore, companies launch products that can clean it. The point is, whether these detergents you put into your humidifier harmful to human beings. And in the case of toxic, it was. So the movie discussed how scary this event was. And after I saw it, I really recommend this movie. And if it's still on chart next week, maybe we can talk about it a little bit further. Now it's time to move on to top three to top one. Copy, top three, copy, the copy, bad guys. We're the bad guys. It's crime time, baby. Shark. We need a distraction. Top two, everything, everywhere, all at once. What's happening? Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. We're here to see Albus Dumbledore. No top one. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I sacrificed everything. And it meant. Okay, finally, Doctor Strange is top one. And yes, it is the movie I want to talk about today. It has been two weeks since it was released, so I guess it's okay to give out a little bit spoiler. But if you haven't seen it or you just don't want to listen to spoilers, you better leave now. Before I start commenting on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I have to say that I do love this movie, but as a Marvel fan, I have to say that this is one of the worst MCU movies. For me, for me, in my on my chart. And today I'm going to share one of the reasons why I don't think it's super good. 
First of all, we all know that this movie talks about multiverse. So you can imagine there are either many Doctor Strangers, or we will have characters from other universes come to visit us. And in the MCU setting, the Earth we live right now is planet, or you can say Earth, 616. And in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, we will witness Doctor Strange of 616 enter the multiverse of 838. Hope I remember the number correct. So, so far so good. Then what's wrong with it? The thing is, I actually saw a lot of Easter eggs in the universe 838. For example, we see Illumination in the movie. Illumination is an organization originally established by Iron Man, but Doctor Strange is one of the founding members. So it's reasonable to see Illumination in a Doctor Strange franchise. And Marvel Studios actually featured a lot of main founding members of Illumination or later important members of it in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. For example, we see Black Bolt from Inhumans, Captain Carter from What If series, Captain Marvel, but not Carlo Danvers, but Maria Rambeau. And Mr. Fantastic from Fantastic Four. These are not enough. We even see Professor X. So just when all the Marvel fans are marveling at what the possibilities in MCU could be after this movie, these characters are killed mercilessly. And you may think, wait, what? Even though it's multiverse. Aren't you killing all the possibilities in this universe? I just don't get it. So if you've seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness as well, please tell me what you think about this part. And that's all the time we have for today. If Doctor Strange is still on the chart, and I believe it will, we can talk about more what I like and don't like about it. I'm Viola. See you next week.